Hey guys, welcome back to the Growing with Joe podcast, or welcome if you're new. I'm your host, Johanna. I wish I had exciting news and updates from my personal life to share with you guys, but I am literally a grandma. Like, I just go to the gym, I go to work, and I come home and I do this podcast, and that's it. <laughs> I mean, it's peaceful, I cannot complain, but I just have no updates, if I'm being honest. That's what happens when you just stay out the mix and focus on yourself. Like every week when I'm drafting out these episodes, I'm always trying to think of what to share in my intro and what I'm doing in my personal life. And I can never think of anything because I just do the same thing all the time. But I think that the most exciting thing that I did this week was watch the finale of Love is Blind. Oh my God, what a mess. Like what was that? I keep trying to put my friends onto that show because it's just so good. But if you watched the live reunion, literally what was that? I'm not going to say any spoilers if you haven't watched it yet, but I just wasn't impressed. I didn't even watch the whole thing. I mean, like this season was good, but I don't think it was as good as past seasons. Like I think last year's season was just completely unhinged and... I was living for it, but yeah, if you guys do not watch Love is Blind on Netflix, you definitely need to. I'm so obsessed with that show. I just love reality TV in general. Like, sorry, I don't care if it's scripted and I don't care if it's like frowned upon to watch reality TV. I'm still going to watch it. Like, I don't have any drama in my life, so I like watching fake drama on TV. But we are going to move on to the weekly affirmation. If you're new to the podcast and you don't know what I'm talking about, in the beginning of every episode, I share an affirmation to start your day or your week off great on a positive note. So today's affirmation is, I breathe in healing. I exhale the painful things that burden my heart. I love this. I really want to do a few episodes on healing in the near future if that is something you guys would be interested in listening to. This entire year, I've just been completely focused on myself, focused on healing and improving my life. I've been limiting all distractions. Like I said, I never am like up to anything. (laughs) I keep to myself a lot and I truly believe that in order to heal from past experiences and find yourself you need to be completely alone, just in your own presence. And 2023 has just been all about focusing on me, recovering and improving. And I love this affirmation. In order to heal, you have to exhale the painful things from your past. But yeah, let me know if you guys would be interested in me doing episodes on healing. I think that that would be really helpful for some of you that have reached out to me. I do get a lot of these affirmations from the app called I Am. It's free on the App Store, so you guys should definitely get it for yourselves. It sends you daily affirmation notifications, and I'm obsessed with it. So now we're going to do the weekly favorite. If you're new to the podcast and you don't know what I'm talking about, every week I share something that I'm currently loving. It could be a food, product, activity, literally anything. So I recently just ordered a new tripod from Amazon and I am so obsessed with it. I already had another one, but it was just, it was so bulky and I broke the top part of it actually. So my phone wouldn't even stay up. It would always fall down off of the tripod and 
It was just such a mess when I would try to take pictures on a surface that wasn't level and balanced. And if I was outside taking pictures and the wind would blow, it would literally blow my phone off of the tripod. <laughs> and I was scared that I was going to crack it eventually if I was taking pictures on a hard surface like concrete. And it was just such a pain and it was time for a new one. But the new one that I got, it's so cool. It's almost five feet tall, but it folds up into this little stick. I can't believe how like small it gets with how tall it is. It's really cool to me. I don't know, but it's so easy to pack with you if you want to take it on like a trip or something, or if you just want to like pack it in your bag and it comes with one of those little, um, those Bluetooth remotes to take the pictures for you. And it also turns into a selfie stick too. And I just think that it's the coolest thing ever. I needed a tripod because I sell clothing items on Poshmark and I use it to take pictures of me modeling in the clothing and I also like taking content for Instagram here and there. But I know that a lot of my followers here on Spotify want to get into doing social media themselves. A lot of you guys have DM'd me about it, asking me questions and how to get into it. And if you want to do social media, you will definitely need a tripod to make content. And I highly, highly recommend this one. I also like to travel too, and I think that it's the perfect size and it's super lightweight to fit in your suitcase if you like making travel content or like I said if you just like want to go out and take pictures with your friends you can literally fit it in your purse that's how small it gets um but yeah I know that I will be bringing it on my next trip when I want to make content <laughs> and also if you're starting a YouTube channel I think the fact that it turns into a selfie stick is pretty cool so you could use it for vlogs and things like that. I'm pretty sure you can adjust the selfie stick so that it's closer and not like super far out like some of them are. Some of them are really obnoxious and the stick is way too long. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that you can like bring it closer and use it as a tripod for vlogs on your iPhone if you're just starting out. I haven't tried it so I'm not 100% sure. I would look at the reviews first but it is the Tone OF 60 inch cell phone tripod on amazon if you don't feel like typing it in you can find it in my amazon storefront under the social media tab but yeah you should definitely get it it has four and a half stars on the reviews and it's only 23 dollars, which is really really cheap and i'm so obsessed it did not disappoint but yeah that is all i have for the weekly favorites i guess we're gonna move on to our topic for today now so today, I am so excited for this topic. You guys have no idea. I've had it written down in my notes for the longest time. I have a Google Doc where I have all of my episode ideas jotted down. So whenever I'm feeling inspired or if a topic just randomly pops into my head, I will type it into that document so that I don't forget about it. And I've been wanting to do this one for so long. I think since I started the podcast, like when I was just like, randomly jotting down episode ideas and things I wanted to talk about. This was one of them. So yeah, I'm really excited to talk about it. But today I'm going to be talking about how confidence will completely change your life and how you can become more confident. I feel like I have so much knowledge and advice on this topic because I used to be extremely insecure, like the total opposite of how I am now. I was a doormat. I let people walk all over me all the time. I was a huge people pleaser. 
I never stood up for myself and my beliefs. I was never confrontational. I didn't feel worthy of anything great in life. I let people's negative opinions break me down. I was always seeking other people's approval and their validation instead of having self-validation. I had horrible self-esteem and I was disgusted with my body and it was just, it was horrible. And I hate thinking back to that time period in my life because I was just so miserable and I was so depressed. And I think about how poorly people treated me because I didn't treat myself well. I think about how low I felt about myself at the time. And those were truly one of the darkest time periods of my life. And I just had no self-worth. And if you're struggling with that currently, I know exactly what it feels like to be in your shoes because that was me. And I've talked about this before, but I think I just hit a rock bottom. I think that I got so fed up with treating myself horribly, having no self-respect, settling for things and treatment that I didn't deserve, feeding myself absolutely horrible thoughts about myself every day. And I was I was just done. Like something in me just snapped or flipped like a light switch. And I just told myself, you can't keep living your life this way. You're done feeling sorry for yourself. You're done settling. You're done being your own bully and your own worst critic. You're done letting people walk all over you. You need to make a change. So I did. And I started showing up every day as the woman that I aspired to be. And eventually I became her. If you want to become confident, one of my best tips is to envision your highest self. Envision the person you want to be. How does she act? What does she do in her daily life? How does she carry herself? How does she dress? And start showing up as that. Even if you don't feel confident enough to do that in the slightest. One of the biggest parts of confidence is literally just showing up. Simple as that. So many people are too scared to even show up and present themselves as they are because they're scared of what other people will think. They're scared of what other people will say and they're scared of being perceived differently. But you shouldn't wait until you're confident to show up. You should show up until you're confident. If you're always waiting until you feel ready enough or pretty enough or until you have enough money or status or whatever to start acting confident and putting yourself out there, You are never going to be confident because you know why? Those things don't matter. Those materialistic things don't define you and your self-worth as a person. Those things could be taken away in a matter of seconds. You need to have that self-worth and that self-validation beforehand. If you have very low self-esteem, do you think that that new car is going to magically make you confident overnight? Do you think that that new luxury apartment that you just leased is going to cure all of your insecurities? Do you think that all of those followers are going to make you feel better about yourself? Like one prime example of showing up until you're confident is me starting this podcast. I started it from the ground up. I did not have a previous following on any of my other socials. I didn't have any handouts. I was nervous to start, but I still did it. I had that confidence in myself to start making content and just show up and put myself out there. I didn't have any followers or listeners to validate me in the beginning. I had to have that self-belief that I could do it. And look where we're at now. The confidence is working. My best advice for becoming confident is literally just faking it until you make it. 
I went from extremely insecure to very confident by doing this. Instead of being my own bully, I became my biggest cheerleader, even though I didn't feel that way about myself deep down at first. We all have insecurities. We all have some limiting beliefs and self-doubt at times. I'm not denying that. I have bad days too. Your favorite celebrity or role model that you look up to has bad days too. But the key to confidence is rewiring the way you think. It's changing the negative self-talk, the limiting beliefs, the self-doubt, feeding yourself positive thoughts and changing the narrative. Even if that sounds corny, it's true. Like I know you've probably heard people say to put positive sticky note reminders in your mirror or to write down five things that you love about yourself every day. And you might have thought that it wouldn't work, but your mind believes what you tell it. If you tell yourself that you're worthless and you're ugly and you're stupid every day, you're going to believe that. Chances are you do that now if you're listening to this. I'm not judging because that was me a few years ago, but you're believing those negative thoughts that you're telling yourself every day. And they're not even true. You're just tricking your mind into believing them. I really think that psychology has a lot to do with self-worth and confidence. And I'm going to get more into that later, but try telling yourself positive things for a change. What's the worst that could happen? I highly doubt you would like implode. (laughs) Try to change the narrative and see where it takes you. That's what worked for me. But like I said, I'm going to go into more detail about that later on. That was kind of just my backstory and how I became more confident. Now I'm going to talk about how confidence will truly change your life. And I really mean that. So the first thing that I wrote down is that when you believe in yourself, other people will too. I wrote down this example and I wanted to share it with you guys. So let's say you work at a company and you're hiring a new candidate for a position. You're the one conducting the interview and you interview two different people. They're both just as qualified for the job, but the first person that you interview, they walk in with their head down. They don't shake your hand. They're avoiding eye contact. They're mumbling. They're shaking their legs because they're nervous their arms are crossed, they're slouching, and they just don't sound confident in themselves at all. But the second person that you interview, they walk in, they have good posture, they give you a nice firm handshake, they're speaking slowly and clearly, they maintain eye contact, they have open body language, they talk about their strengths, and they display that they're qualified for the job and they did their research. Who do you think is more likely to get hired? The confident person that knows that they are capable of the job and they display that or the person that does not. Most likely the confident person will get the job. Although that isn't exactly fair, they're both just as qualified. The person who believes in themselves more is more likely to get hired. If you believe in yourself, people are going to believe in you as well. Like if I got on this podcast every week and said, this isn't going to be successful, this isn't going to work out, I don't think people like my podcast, I don't know if it's good enough, nobody else is really going to believe in me because I don't even believe in myself that I can do it. But I get on here every week talking about how I manifested 25,000 downloads, how I manifested 7,000 Spotify followers, how I manifested being listened to all around the world because I believed in myself and I knew that I could do it. So many of you DM me saying that you know the podcast is going to get big. You know I'm going to make it far. You believe in me. And I'm not saying that to brag at all. I'm just showing you guys that when you have confidence in yourself and your ability and you truly have faith in yourself, 
Other people will have confidence and faith in you as well. It's law of attraction. This leads me to my second one, which is law of attraction. Confident people tend to be more successful than others because they have a quiet knowing and a subconscious feeling that they are capable of achieving that goal. They know that they will be okay no matter what happens. And when you are confident that you can achieve a better life or become successful, you begin to attract those opportunities. The first step to become successful is being confident in yourself. If you can't even convince yourself that you can do it and you have all of these subconscious limiting beliefs, you won't be able to. Your brain and your inner fear literally blocks you from going after and achieving those things. Self-doubt and fear kills all opportunities for success. So it's important to believe in yourself and have that confidence. How many celebrities and millionaires that you know of talk about how they just knew as a kid that they were going to be famous or they were going to be rich and successful? They just had that subconscious feeling and they manifested and attracted that life because they knew that they could do it. They had that confidence. Another example that I thought of for law of attraction and confidence is Regina George from Mean Girls. This has nothing to do with success, but confidence can change multiple aspects of your life, including social aspects. So Regina George, for example, she knew that she was that girl. She just had that energy. She was the it girl at her school and people were just naturally drawn to her and they wanted to be her and be her friend because she was so confident. Like when they cut out her shirt and her bra was showing and then all the other girls in her school did it too, all the girls wanted to be her and all the guys wanted to be with her. And Maddie from Euphoria was the same way. She just is that girl and we all love her because she is so confident. Now, Regina is a fictional character in a movie and she is evil. So by no means am I telling you to be a mean girl and act like that. (laughs) I'm just showing you that when you are confident and outgoing, people are just naturally going to be drawn to you. You're going to be magnetic. That's the law of attraction. So I was editing this episode and I wanted to add something in really quickly that I forgot to mention. If you've ever seen Mean Girls and Euphoria, you know that Regina and Maddie look nothing alike. Regina is Caucasian. She has very long blonde hair. She has very pale skin. And Maddie is Latina. She has dark hair, dark eyes, and dark features. So nothing about them is similar looks-wise. But they're both very beautiful women, and we are all drawn to them. Like, everybody raves about Maddie from Euphoria, and even Kat from Euphoria as well. She was very insecure at first, but once she gained that confidence, she just glowed differently. She had a certain energy about her. She started dressing authentically and expressing herself. And when I was watching that, I was drawn to her. I was like, yes, girl, like, keep doing what you're doing. (laughs) So that just goes to show that confidence isn't all about looks. I've seen TikToks about confidence and all of the comments say, step one, I need to be pretty. Step one, I need to be skinny. Or I need to look a certain way to be confident. And that's not true at all. Confidence matters more than looks. When a person is confident, they just attract attention naturally. People want to be around them. They gravitate towards them and are drawn to them. So don't think that you need to look a certain way to be confident. We are all beautiful in our own ways. And when you are confident, people will be drawn to you no matter what you look like. You will just hit differently. (laughs) But yeah, that's just, 
I wanted to add that in really quickly. Um, I totally forgot to mention this when I was recording this episode and I thought this was important to add in there. I don't know where I left off, but yeah, we're going to continue on with the episode. Like, I'm sure there is someone that you know, whether it be in real life or a character or a celebrity that you just wish you had their confidence and you can. It's possible. It doesn't matter what you look like or what status you have or what materialistic things you have. It's energy and how you present yourself. It's body language, your openness, the way you talk. Like the Marilyn Monroe effect, actually. I'm sure you guys have heard of this on TikTok, but... Marilyn Monroe was able to turn on and off her personality. She was able to turn off her personality when she didn't want to be recognized and she could walk down the street without anybody knowing who she was. Everybody thought that she was an average person. But once she turned on her personality, everybody knew who she was and everybody would fan over her and be obsessed with her. It's actually really interesting. You guys should do more research on that if you're interested in it. I think it's cool. But that is just a prime example of law of attraction. Marilyn knew that she was attractive. She knew that she was seductive and people were drawn to her because of that. So yeah, confidence can definitely change your life when it comes to the law of attraction. When you are more confident in yourself, you attract better people and better opportunities into your life. Another reason that I wrote down why confidence will change your life is because confident people don't settle. They don't settle for an average life, an average job, an average partner. They don't settle for the bare minimum. They don't settle for poor treatment because they know that they're deserving of more than that. Think about it. People that have low self-esteem, they tend to stay with partners that don't treat them as well as they should. And a lot of the reason why is because people like that with low self-worth, they don't think that they can find anyone better. They think that their partner who treats them like garbage is the best that they're going to get. So they just settle and stick around. And this happens a lot of the time with people who stay at jobs that they don't like and they're miserable at. They settle because they don't think that they will be able to find an opportunity better than the one that they are currently in. Instead of leaving people in situations where they are being mistreated or receiving the bare minimum, they stick around because they either don't think that they are deserving of more or they don't think that they will attract anything better. But when you are confident, when you have high self-esteem and self-worth, you don't settle for less than what you deserve. You're willing to pass up people and situations that aren't in your best interest and aren't benefiting you and serving you because you know that you're worth more than that. You have that confidence that you will attract a high-value partner. You have that confidence that you will attract a really good job. You have that confidence that you will attract really good friends. You have that confidence that you will attract high energy. You cut out the low energy in your life so that you're able to attract high energy. Confident people know that, okay, if I break up with my boyfriend that's not even doing the bare minimum and cheating on me all the time, I will attract a better man into my life that's going to treat me correctly. Or... Okay, if I leave my job where I'm making very little money in return for a corporation that's not treating me fairly, I will attract a better job opportunity into my life. This will open a new door for me. Or if I cut off my friends that are toxic and talk about me all the time, I will attract better friendships into my life. The people that you choose to keep around and the environment that you choose to stay in says a lot about how you feel about yourself and your self-worth. 
And it's important to have confidence and believe that you are deserving of more than the current situation you're in if it's not serving you. So those are all of the reasons that I wrote why confidence will change your life. Now I'm going to share how to become more confident. The first thing that I wrote is that confidence is a tool and a skill and it's something that you need to learn and practice how to do. Think of the job interview example that I referred to earlier. Confidence is a skill when it comes to making a first impression, whether it be a job interview, a networking event, you meeting your partner's parents for the first time, a model casting, an audition, a presentation, literally anything. People can feel energy and they can sense whether you are secure with yourself or not, whether you believe in yourself or not, whether you are comfortable showing up and putting yourself out there or not. It's a skill that you need to have in many situations. This is random. Here I go with my random examples. I always do this. (laughs) But have you guys ever watched Shark Tank or America's Next Top Model? They literally eat those contestants alive if they show any signs of shyness, insecurity, or unsureness. They just know. They can sense that. The judges know when you're not confident in yourself and what you're presenting. And unfortunately, they take advantage of that. So maybe try thinking of confidence as a skill rather than a personality trait if it's something that you struggle with and try practicing it in normal everyday situations until you get better at it, until you just naturally act that way. This leads me to my next one, which is body language. Body language says a lot about how a person is feeling in a situation. I did some research on confident body language for this episode. Some of it I already knew and some of it I did not. So you learn something new every day. You guys might learn something new here. But (laughs) I read an article by Arlene Soonsick. I'm definitely saying her last name wrong. I'm so sorry. But she said that there are 12 major signs of confident body language. I will link the article in the show notes for you guys if you want to read more about it. But she said that the first sign of confident body language is making eye contact. She said that making good eye contact shows the other person that you're interested and you're comfortable. Um... She said that you should be looking in the other person's eye about 60% of the time if you're having a conversation with them. The second one that she wrote is to lean forward. I don't, she doesn't mean to slouch forward. I was a little confused by this at first when I was reading it. I think she just means to lean in when you're talking to someone. Um, This one I did not know, but she said that when you are in conversation, leaning forward indicates interest and attention. Leaning away conveys the message that you are disinterested or aloof. So the third tip that she wrote for confident body language is standing up straight and having good posture. She said that sitting slumped over is actually a protective pose and to have good posture, you should straighten your back. You should pull your shoulders away from your ears and you should uncross your arms and your legs. She said that taking up space helps you present yourself as more confident. And I think that's really interesting. That actually reminds me of a very specific memory that I have. I remember when I was in 10th grade, we had to give these presentations in front of the class. They had to be like five or six minutes long and we had to do it with a partner. And my English teacher, he told me that Our presentation was excellent. He said we did a very good job. There was nothing wrong with it. 
He said that I spoke very clearly, but he said that his only critique for me was that my arms were crossed literally the entire time I was presenting. And when he said that to me, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. (laughs) But now looking back at it, he was right. Like, I was crossing my arms as a protective pose. I was using that as like a safety blanket because I was uncomfortable presenting in front of the class and being perceived and people looking at me. So now whenever I'm speaking in front of an audience or whenever I'm talking to someone, I always make sure that my arms are not crossed and I'm open and I'm taking up space. And if you're in high school or if you're in college listening to this and you have to give a presentation of some sort, make sure that you are not crossing your arms as well. It just displays to other people that you're uncomfortable. The fourth body language tip that she wrote is to keep your chin up. I think this is one of the most important tips that she has. I heard this tip a long time ago. I can't remember where, but ever since I heard that tip, I've always made sure to do this. But when you walk in a room... Please do not stare at the ground or your phone. A lot of people tend to use their phones as a safety blanket when they're uncomfortable and try to practice not doing this because first of all, it's rude. If you're at a party or a social gathering, somewhere where you are meant to be socializing, it's rude to be on your phone the entire time. It displays that you're not interested in what's going on around you. But when you're on your phone, it also displays that you don't want to be talked to or bothered. You're closed off because you're staring down at a rectangle. You're not making eye contact with anybody. But when you're off of your phone, it shows that you're interested in what's going on right in front of you and you're open to conversation. I used to use my phone as a safety blanket a lot, especially when I was alone in public, but it's unsafe to be honest. You're not aware of your surroundings, but it also displays to other people that you're uncomfortable with just being alone in your own presence. So I always try to not go on my phone when I'm in public, especially at social gatherings. And when I walk in a room, I always walk in with my chin up like I own the place and like I've been there a hundred different times. So definitely try practicing this one as well. I think this tip is super, super important when it comes to confidence. The fifth tip that she wrote is to not fidget. She said that fidgeting is a very obvious sign of anxiety and nervousness, such as bouncing your leg and tapping your fingers. I always pick up on this on other people when they're talking to me, and I do this sometimes as well, but I try to make myself aware of it and stop. Like I've noticed that I will play with my hair a lot or I will shake my leg whenever I'm nervous. But whenever I catch myself doing that, I stop and I try to stay as still as I can. And it also displays to the person that you're talking to if you're fidgeting that you're not 100% focused on what they're saying. Like if I'm playing with my hair when I'm talking to you, you're going to think that I'm more focused on how my hair looks than what you're saying to me. So that's why I try to stop myself if I notice myself doing that. Sometimes I just do it like out of habit. But yeah, <laughs> this is something that I've been trying to work on myself. So if you catch yourself fidgeting, playing with your hair, shaking your leg, tapping your fingers, or just like playing with your pockets or your clothes, try to stop and stay as still as you possibly can, especially if you're in conversation with somebody. 
She also said to avoid your pockets. She said that doing so makes you look more anxious and less confident. This kind of relates to the story that I shared of me crossing my arms during my presentation. I was doing that as a protective pose and as a safety blanket because I didn't want to be perceived. I didn't want to be looked at. I was nervous. And keeping your hands in your pockets displays that you're not comfortable taking up space, like you're trying to hide. So keeping your hands out of your pockets helps you look more self-assured. Talking with your hands definitely conveys confidence. And when you're trying to hide your hands and cover them up, that displays discomfort. So try to not do that. If you catch yourself doing that, definitely take your hands out of your pockets and try to speak with your hands. The seventh one that she wrote is to slow your movements. This one is another one that I am big on. I remember when I was very insecure and anxious, I would talk really fast and I would stutter and I would mess up what I was saying. I would walk super fast and my movements would be really fast, but fast movements definitely make you appear more anxious to other people. She said to slow down and notice how you feel more confident when you take your time. Like whenever I'm watching someone move very quickly and talk very quickly, it makes me anxious just looking at them. Like it feels very tense. I don't know how else to describe it. But when someone speaks slowly, they're thinking before they speak. They're gathering their thoughts and they make more sense. You can understand them better. And they're taking their time with their actions and the energy is calmer. At least that's what I've noticed. So try to slow down a little bit and relax if you're feeling nervous. Take a deep breath before you speak, collect your thoughts, and move slower when performing an action. The eighth thing that she said is to take larger steps. She said that confident people take larger steps and they walk with authority. They walk slowly and confidently. This kind of relates to the last one. Walking very quickly shows that you're anxious, you're you're rushing, you're not calm whatsoever. And I remember in high school, I used to do that. Like whenever the bell would ring and it would be time to go to the next class, like I would walk so fast to my next class and I would get really mad when people in front of me would walk very slow even though I was like one of the first people to show up to my class like I was never late but I was always in a rush I was always anxious about being late so <laughs> yeah that's another one that I did not know beforehand I used to do that a lot um, but now I think I take larger steps naturally just because I'm tall I'm 5'8 but after reading that I will definitely keep that in mind and try to walk slower so yeah Walk slower, um, take larger steps, and walk with authority. Walk with your head up and your chin up. The ninth tip that she said is to watch your hands. She said that touching your face or your neck area are both indications that you feel very anxious or scared. This is something that I always pick up on other people because I used to do that myself as well. Like I would always cover my mouth when I was nervous. I would touch my neck constantly. I would like pick at my face when I was nervous. It was bad. <laughs> like I had really bad anxiety. Now that I'm reading all these tips, I'm like, wow, I used to do all of these things. But yeah, she said that holding out your palms can imply confidence. Like I said earlier, talk with your hands. Don't touch your neck. Don't touch your face. Don't hide your hands in your pockets. Don't cross your arms. Talk with your hands and your palms out. That will imply confidence. 
She also said to give a firm handshake, which I already talked about earlier, so I'm not going to go into any detail about that. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, the 11th thing that she said was to mirror the body language of others. I think that's really interesting. She said that when you mirror another person's body language, it shows that you're actually paying attention to what they're saying and it can strengthen your relationship with them. I think that's really neat. Um, and the last thing that she said is to speak slowly and clearly. I feel like I already said that. Or maybe I said something along the lines of that. I don't know. But she said that speaking quickly can make your nervousness and your self-consciousness evident. I know I said that I used to like stutter a lot and I would like speak before I could get my thoughts together. And it, it was just a mess. So yeah, <laughs> those are the 12 tips for confident body language. You can definitely practice doing these things on a daily basis until you get better at them. Like I said, confidence is a tool and a skill that will help you in certain situations. So another tip that I have for building confidence is learning how to take a compliment. So many people do not know how to accept a simple compliment. A lot of people that are insecure get uncomfortable when they are complimented and they feel the need to talk the other person out of it or dish it right back. So for example, somebody would say to me, your hair looks so pretty today. Instead of me saying thank you, me talking them out of it would be me saying, no, I don't think it looks that great. It's frizzy. It wouldn't style correctly today. I need my roots done. It looks horrible. Or me dishing it back would be me saying, mine doesn't look that great. Have you seen yours? Yours looks amazing. And there's nothing wrong with complimenting someone back when you genuinely mean it. But some people that are not confident in themselves, they feel the need to take the attention off of them and place it onto someone else. And you shouldn't reject the person's compliment or immediately give one back. And I'm going to tell you why. When you reject a compliment, it's kind of rude towards the other person. The person that complimented you, they went out of their way to say something nice and you're shutting them down. Like you're basically telling them that they're wrong and you're not being polite when you don't say thank you after a kind gesture was made towards you. Whenever I compliment someone and they turn it down, I'm just like, girl, take the compliment. <laughs> And when you reject their compliment, it just shows that you're not secure with yourself. A confident person would just say thank you and be accepting of that compliment. And the reason that you shouldn't immediately give one back is because it doesn't seem as genuine. Like if you're only complimenting that person because they complimented you first and you feel obligated to, it's not the same as just going out of your way to be polite and say something. And like I said, you're kind of rejecting the compliment, taking the attention off of you and placing it onto them because you're uncomfortable. A confident person would just be open and accepting of a compliment. And even if you don't feel like you look that great or if you don't agree with the compliment, that's fine. Just keep it to yourself. You don't need to convince people why their compliment is wrong and why you don't agree with it and why you think that you look bad or why they look so much better. That displays insecurity. That person obviously thinks you look good. That's why they went out of their way to say something about it. So the best thing that you can do is simply just accept the compliment and say thank you. You would be surprised at how many people do not do this. And it's not cocky to say thank you. It's not like you're like, yeah, I know I look so good today. You're just secure enough with yourself to accept the compliment. And 
Once I learned this tip and I started practicing just being open and accepting of compliments, I pick up when other people are not. And other people that are confident, they pick up on this as well. So definitely work on accepting compliments if that is something that you struggle with. It's a huge sign of confidence when you do. This tip kind of refers to the last one, but another sign of confidence is taking credit for your own achievements. A lot of people are taught to be humble about their achievements, and you should be to some extent, but some people take this to the extreme and they don't recognize themselves when they do well. A lot of people don't realize that you can be humble while still giving yourself credit for your achievements. And this is something that I really had to work on. I am like a chronic self-improver and I'm always looking for the next step in my life or the next best achievement that I can make. And I found that I was never proud of myself for any of my accomplishments. I would never recognize myself and I would never give myself any credit because I would think, well, I'm not as far as I wanna be yet, so I can't celebrate now. Like, I remember when I graduated high school, I was getting so many congratulations from my friends and my family, and I wouldn't give myself any credit. I was like, it's high school. It's not a big deal. I'll be more excited when I graduate college. But it is a big deal. Like, that's 12 years of school that I just completed and passed. Same with when I got my first car. It was a 2014 Ford Focus, and it wasn't the best car in the entire world, but it definitely wasn't the worst. But I paid for it in full, in cash, at 18 years old, which is a really big accomplishment. That's a big deal. I did it all by myself. And all that I was focused on was getting a newer, nicer car. And when I got a newer, nicer car, then I was focused on getting my first luxury car. And while that's great that I'm always looking to improve and do better, I noticed that I wasn't giving myself any credit and I wasn't secure with where I was at in life and I was never happy with what I was currently doing and what I currently had. And I had to learn how to celebrate the small achievements along the way. It's important to pat yourself on the back once in a while and toot your own horn. Every success that you acknowledge and celebrate will make other people respect you as well. Rewards are an important part of building self-esteem. So you shouldn't play down your accomplishments if you worked super hard and super long-term on them. They're a big deal, even if they're small accomplishments. Like for example, this podcast. I recently just hit 25,000 downloads and 7,000 Spotify followers. And 7,000 followers didn't seem like a lot to me at first, but imagine 7,000 people in an audience sitting and listening to what you have to say. That's a big deal. That's a lot of people. So I'm learning how to celebrate small successes and baby steps without downplaying myself or not giving myself enough credit because small steps lead to very big results. So when you do achieve something, try practicing taking credit for your achievements because they are a big deal, no matter how big or small. This will definitely build your confidence as well. So the last thing that I wrote down for building confidence is improving self-talk and eliminating limiting beliefs. Like I said before, we all have self-doubt at times, we all have insecurities, and we all have some limiting beliefs. It's hard to think positively 24-7 every single second of the day, especially if you're in a tough situation or if you're feeling really insecure. 
But if you catch yourself thinking or talking negatively about yourself, practice changing the way you think. One thing that I do is I will pretend that I'm talking to my best friend or my younger self. And if I catch myself speaking negatively to myself, I ask myself in my head, is this something that you would say to your younger self? Is this something that you would say to your best friend? Would you talk to someone that you cared about that way? And 10 out of 10 times, the answer is going to be no. Like I said earlier, you want to become your own cheerleader and your own best friend, not your own bully and enemy. When you give yourself grace and start being kinder to yourself, that is when you become powerful. Another thing that I ask myself when I'm thinking negatively is how is this benefiting me? How am I benefiting myself by calling myself ugly every five minutes? How am I benefiting myself by doubting myself and my ability? How am I benefiting myself by criticizing every little thing about myself? I'm not. If you think about it, it's literally not productive to be insecure, to doubt yourself, and to have limiting beliefs. How is that going to do anything to improve your situation? You just sitting there and bullying yourself. Give yourself positive reinforcement and encouragement rather than being your own biggest hater. Like, why are you preying on your own downfall? <laughs> like, if that was your younger self or your best friend struggling, you would encourage them, right? If your best friend was telling you how she was insecure with her body, you would give her reassurance and encouragement. You wouldn't belittle her. If your younger self was telling you how they felt like they were never going to be successful or happy, you wouldn't say to them, oh yeah, you're right. You would encourage them. It's proven that positive reinforcement is most effective. So if you need to do what I do and pretend that you're talking to your younger self or your best friend to eliminate that negative self-talk and your limiting beliefs, do that by all means. It's actually very helpful. I've been doing this for a while and I can vouch that it truly works. So that was the last tip that I wrote down for building self-confidence. You should be your number one fan. I'm so serious. I don't care how corny that sounds. It's better than being your biggest hater. If you need to be completely delusional and pretend that you're a celebrity and you are their biggest supporter at the same time, by all means, go for it. <laughs> like, I promise that if you start practicing all of these tips, you will become the most confident, powerful person to walk the planet. I've been told a lot that I come off as very powerful and confident, and I'm not saying that to brag at all. I'm just saying that you can literally go from extremely insecure to very confident by doing these tips. That's exactly what I did. And it's not going to happen overnight, but by doing all of these things, eventually you will just naturally become secure with yourself. But that is all I have for today. You guys are literally all so amazing and I love you so much. I've gotten so many messages from you guys telling me how I've helped you step out of your comfort zone and become more confident. So I was really excited to do an entire episode and go into way more detail and share all of my tips and tricks. But if you like today's podcast, I would appreciate it so, so much if you followed the podcast, left a rating that helps with the algorithm and it helps people find the podcast easier. And if you could turn on the notification bell so that you guys know when I post next, that would mean the world to me. 
I really need to start posting on a specific day so that you guys know when to tune in. I used to upload every single Tuesday, but that just became a lot with school because I have assignment deadlines with school and things like that. But maybe in the summer, once I'm out of school and I don't have tons of assignments and tests, I will start doing that again. Um, I also plan to start posting two episodes a week once I'm out of school. So definitely stay tuned this summer for that. Super excited for that. Also, next week I'm going to be doing a girl chat episode. So feel free to DM me any questions you have. All of my social media will be linked underneath like always. Make sure to follow me on my personal Instagram and also the podcast Instagram. The username is Growing with Joe Podcast. If you want to follow me on there, um, I love reading DMs and responding to you guys and things like that. Um, there's also a poll under my last episode if you want to ask away there for the girl chat episode. Everything will be completely anonymous. But yeah, I think that's all I have to say for today. I think I covered everything. But Thank you so, so much for listening. This one was a long one. So if you made it all the way through, thank you very much. It means the world. And I can't wait to see you guys next week. Bye.